Hallelujah, Lord, I honor you. Hallelujah, Lord, I give you praise forevermore. You will be my God when your spirit flows, when it fills me. Lord, I know your power is here. And real, oh Lord, your power is here and real. We worship you, I declare your power, no other God I know. You've changed my course, you've become my source, Lord I know your power is here and real, oh Lord your power is here and real. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I am your host. Thank you for joining me. That was Hair and Real by Muiwa and River Songs. Muiwa is a Nigerian singer based in the UK, um, gospel minister. And um, it's one of those songs that, hmm, I just don't know how to describe it. It speaks to me as a Christian and as a Nigerian. And um, as a Nigerian Christian, and I think we probably get more from it than other people would, because. Um, but I guess it, it speaks to everybody really. Because when I when I listen to the words, but for me that, Lord, I know your power is here and real. That comes from a place of people who have lived in a world that has shown itself to be evil, that has shown itself to be wretched, to be corrupt, and that we've seen that a world where there has been very little hope, and we've seen God come in and pull through in the most contrary circumstances. And I believe that some of us who come from certain cultures we have the opportunity to see god move in that way because when you are in a situation where you cannot hope on science you know science is not even in a position to deceive you (laughs) because of the kind of constructs that is around you you then have the opportunity to believe in the god that is greater than science and the lord that created even the science that we have studied and that we, we we now live by so he's, he's saying, I mean, and I'm just going to run through the lyrics of that word because that word came to me yesterday. Every now and then the song comes to me, you know, uh, and for me, it's not even, you know, there's some songs that are like a confession of faith. This one is not even a confession. It's, it's a declaration of what is. It's just saying 
what is a statement of fact in my life and that's what i like about the song and like i said it comes from there's a story behind the song there's several stories there's a very core story it says hallelujah lord i honor you starts from honoring the lord hallelujah my lord i give you praise it says forever so there's the commitment and the consecration that comes from a place of worship and knowledge it says forever you will be my god you know this this is in fact i'm I'm coming out in goosebumps as i'm saying this because this is this is commitments that people are making you know you 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 can only make such a commitment when you are saying i will worship you i shola i am making this commitment now i muiwa i am making this commitment i will you will be my god the god that i will worship the god that i will serve the god that I will give my life to that i will give my heart to you don't have to compel me i i am claiming you now as my god he says when when your spirit flows when it fe- fills me he says lord i know your power is here and real i think that is so important because i think many of us and i've reflected what i'm about to say that may freak some of you out but please just stay with me on this one i have come to realize that the challenge that a lot of us have in the world about god and about jesus and about christianity is that we struggle with believing that god is real one and that he's here too the presence of god the existence of God, that's the first one. I think people in the Western world really struggle with that. Those of us from the, you know, Africa and some other parts of the world, we don't really struggle with the fact of a higher power. So we believe that there's a higher power. But then I think that his hair is where I think that's a universal struggle cuts across culture. So if, even for the people who believe that he's real, they feel that God is very far. And what I have observed is that because of that difference between in fact let me just say it it's not really what i observed it was when i was in bible school and one of the books that we were we were given to read i think in my first semester or so and um was it either it was tim keller or i think it was tim keller one of the two tim keller or this other um, one other um author really fantastic bible authors and one of them said that the difference between um religions and faiths in the world is that some people believe that god is far that that creator god is too far they believe he exists but they believe that he's somewhere he's higher above everything and that for that reason they seek gods that are present with them that they believe are more present with them here because that presence is what they need because they are on earth so and that's what led people to start worshiping you know like the seas the oceans um, the, the the valleys the cave you know the god of the sun the moon or whatever you know and all those gods that people create even when people worship other human beings is all part of wanting you know it, it, it's that it's it's a how would i say it's a a sign of the fact that that person is struggling to believe that god is here that the and god is here in his power in his might in his glory whereas jesus came to show us all that the power of god is real and that is here so here are real real and here and he 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 spoke that's why it was necessary for him to come to the earth because if he didn't he would still be that god that is very far so God sent his um, son so that people could see him in the flesh, 
relate with him, talk with him, Jesus too could live the life of the fallen um, of, of the let me not say fallen man, live the life of of a human man, and go through that whole experience, take our sin upon himself, pay the price for us, be the risen king, get the victory for us, leave his word and his spirit, send you go back to God, send the Holy Spirit here. And then live with us the word of God testifying the blood of Jesus as a witness and the spirit of God as his presence here with us. That power that is here with us. Which is why I believe that it is impossible to live as a believer on this earth without a relationship with the Holy Spirit. When I hear people say, oh, um, speaking in tongues is, is not for this generation. Um, you know, signs and wonders, it has gone. I'm like, there's nothing left. <laughs> because the only thing then left for you is the word of God. And even that word, you can't fully understand it without the Holy Spirit. Because that's what we struggle with. We struggle with believing that God is real and here, or here and real. For people in the Western world, they they don't even believe that he's real, first of all. So talking about here, of course he's not here, I can't see him, you know. But for us, in our part of the world, we do believe that everyone believes that there is a God. Almost nobody very, very few, like 0. 0.00000. And even the ones that say they don't believe, they actually believe it's just that they're angry with God for some reason or whoever. They, everyone believes generally that there's a higher power and that this world was created by some intelligent design human um, being. But then, whether he's here, is he here with me? Is he present on this earth? Does he know me? Does he know what I'm struggling with? Is he present in my situation? That is what separates the men from the boys. And even in Christian circles. And this is why there is nothing that substitutes for a real relationship with God that is based on his word, fellowship with the spirit on a day-to-day basis. And honestly, when I look at my experience in the last two years, which I talk about a lot on this podcast, I thank God for the struggles and the challenges that I went through in the last two years because it made me to be able to access the power of God in a way that I have never been challenged enough to need that power that well. So, and like I always say on this podcast, I know when I say it, it may sound funny, but for me, um, things like using God for power to get wealth and all those things that other people can actually do is <laughs> a waste of resource, if you ask me. Because, and I know that definitely if you have severe financial problems, when God comes, shows up for you, and if it's a lot, it's a big deal. I do get that. But what I'm saying is that even if God doesn't show up for you, human beings too can actually do that. Yes, it may be difficult because you don't know anybody that is going to help you. But the point is, in principle, theoretically, human beings can help you with that. But those problems that human beings cannot help you with, even when they want to, those are the things that, those are the, when, when we are in those places, when one goes through those places, that is where we really get to see God for who he is. And what I like about those kind of miracles is that when it happened, it's not possible for you to take the glory and give it to any person. But those other ones that have to do with money, if you notice, at the end of the day, when the person is telling the testimony, there's always somebody that is glorified as well. It's either, oh, the person that gave you the job or the person that gave you that opportunity. You know, because God is not going to come down from heaven and throw money at you. You know, the money has to come through human beings. So most of the time, you will end up giving the glory to somebody somehow, whether you choose it or not. But when it is that kind, like, okay, the blind man walking, um, the blind man seeing, lame man walking, you know, um, demon cast out, those kind of ones, you can't give it to anybody because, you know, it, it, it goes to where it goes. So 
the people i believe i believe that the people who go through such experiences come out of it with a unique experience and understanding of god for for instance lazarus that was raised from the dead i mean really I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. You understand what I'm saying? Right? Like he was dead. He knows he was dead. He came out of a grave. You know, his his level of understanding of who Jesus is and what his power is and what he can do and his presence and the reality of his presence on earth will be completely different from that which other people see. Now, there may be some people who may experience that level of power and understanding. I don't think it's possible to ex- to have that. Um, I think we need an experience to know God in the way that this song says. So the, the second stanza says, I worship you, I declare your power, I do not know any other God. Which is why I said this this, this song really speaks to us. <laughs> I think those of us from Africa have it, you know, because um, in Africa that we have many gods. Small g, there are many gods that are being worshipped by people, you know, both um, celestial gods, as well as physical gods, you know what I'm saying? Gods of wood and stone, as well as some other things, and um, and iron and all that. So, when he says he doesn't know any other god, he's not being, um, he's not using a metaphor. He's saying it because there are other gods around us that people worship. But he's saying of all these gods that I know that people around me worship, I don't. It is you that I have chosen to align with, to give my heart to. And he says, you changed my course. Oh, Lord. You know, I'm, this is like my story. He's like, he's just saying my story. I'm, oh, Lord, Father. Oh, I see why this song has been coming up to me. You've changed my course. That's what he did. I, w- I was headed in the wrong direction. My life was headed in the wrong direction. It was headed, And I had no clue. He got my attention. He got onto the boat, took it over. It was a very rough, it was a struggle. Get him, you know, before he, but he, it was a struggle, and I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know how to help, you know, but somehow he took control of the steering of my ship and he changed my course. It's in the purpose of now that the course has been changed and I'm on that journey that he's put me on, that I now realize that, my goodness, I now realize what he has saved me from. But for a long time, my life was not on the right course. I, he has changed my course. And he now says, you became my source. This is such a, this is, this is a wonderful song. So not only that you changed my course. So in that process of when he took over the course of the steering of my ship, the ship of my life, I then began to rely on him because I now realized that, oh my goodness, we're in the, we're in the right direction. I now look back and I see the mountains that were in our paths that we would have, that were covered by the fogs of the night, which we would not have seen. And if he had not come to take over the steering of my ship and steer us away with great power and might, we would have run into those rocks and we would all have perished. So therefore, I am now learning to rely on him 100% and make him my source, make him my navigator, make him the ship of my life, the steerer, the captain, the anchor. The one who tells us when it is time to breath at shore. He says, Lord, I know your power is here and it is real. Oh, Lord, your power is here. Lord, I know your power is here and real. Oh, Lord, your power is here and real. My prayer for everyone listening is that we get to this place 
that Muiwa is talking about in this song, Muiwa River Songs, that we will know that the power of God is here. When I say here, wherever your hair is, wherever you are is your hair. Wherever you are physically, whether wherever you are emotionally, wherever you are spiritually, wherever you are intellectually, professionally, in your state of mind, in your thoughts, in your belief systems, that God will bring us all to a place where we know his power is here. A place of experience, a place of encounter. We feel him, we can taste him, we can touch him. He's more real to us than anything we see or experience. And people will see it in us. That we have seen the Lord's goodness, his mercy and his compassion. That we are carriers, vessels of his mercy, partakers of his glory. The goodness, the power, the grace, the mercy of God will be seen, visible on us. And anyone that has an encounter with us will encounter Christ in us and through us. Their lives will never be the same again. Hallelujah, Lord, I honor you. Hallelujah, Lord, I give you praise. Forevermore, you will be my God. When your spirit flows, when it fills me, when he fills me, Lord, I know your power is here and real. Oh, Lord, your power is here and it is real. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.